Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. What is Islam? By Jamal Zarabozo or Sheikh Jamal Zarabozo, part 9. Religion. Now that the creation and humans have been discussed in detail, it is time to discuss the need for religion itself. In addition, the basis on which a religion is to be accepted will also be discussed. Humans need for religion. The world has entered into a very materialistic stage. It seemed that science had conquered nature and there was no need for religion, myths and superstitions of earlier times. Hence, uh, Nietzsche would have the audacity to proclaim God is dead. However, religion has not gone away. This has even led scientists to try to determine why religion and the belief in God simply will not go away. In fact, a recently published book is entitled Why God Won't Go Away, Brain Science and the Biology of Belief by Andrew Newberg, Eugene D. Aquile, and Vince Rose, Why God Won't Go Away, Brain Science and the Biology of Belief, New York, uh, Bolentine Books, 2001. <clears throat> However, uh, sorry, not only, has, not only has religion not gone away, but in recent times, there has been a resurgence in religion throughout the world. There has not only been a resurgence in, re in religion itself, but a resurgence in fundamentalist religion, a fact that has worried many secularists. From the texts of the Quran and Sunnah, it is clear that religion is something natural and in it in humans. Allah created humans with a natural disposition that longs to know God and worship Him. Allah says, so sit you, O Muhammad, your face towards the religion of your pure Islamic monotheism with which he has created mankind. No change let there be in the religion of Allah, that is a straight religion, but most of men know not. Quran chapter 30 verse 30. Allah also describes an event that took place in the life of every human, but his life before he became a being in this physical world and which must exist somewhere deep in his conscious. Allah says, And remember when your Lord brought forth from the children of Adam, from their loins, their seed, or from Adam's loin, his offspring, and made them testify as to themselves, saying, Am I not your Lord? They said, Yes, we testify, lest you should say on the day of resurrection, Verily, we have been unaware of this. Quran chapter 7 verse 172. <coughs> the Prophet, peace and a blessing for Allah be upon him, also said, Behold, my Lord commanded me that I should teach you that which you do not know and which he has taught me today. God has stated, I have created my servants all, having a natural inclination to the worship of Allah, but the devils come to them and turn them away from their true religion. And he makes unlawful what I declared lawful for them, and he commands them to ascribe partners with me, for which no authority has been sent down. 
This quote clarifies that there are evil forces that may try to hide, conceal, or distort this natural inclination in humans, but they can never truly kill what is so deeply rooted in a person's soul. Furthermore, if they can kill this natural tendency in some humans, they will not be able to kill it in all humans. Hence, at least some humans, if not the majority, will always recognize God, and that with God comes religion, a set of beliefs and practices related to God. Thus, it is not by coincidence that virtually every people have had some form of religion and some concrete belief in the ultimate being of God. What the materialists of this world will never be able to deny is that humans are made up of a physical component and a non-physical component called the soul or spiritual side of humans. Materialists and material uh, comforts can only touch upon the physical side of a human. They can do nothing to assist the vast spiritual side of humans, leaving a great void in the psyche of a human. When humans experience this vacuum, they realize that something is wrong. They seek something to fill this void, although they may turn to more material uh, things or different types of material things, alcoholism, drugs, such things will never truly fill that void in their lives. If they can get above all of the materialistic propaganda around them today, they realize that it is God and religion that is missing from their lives and from their hearts. Unfortunately, they may be again deceived into Uh, than following some of the false religions that exist today, ever seeking that thing that the soul is constantly yearning for. But many are guided to the true path by God and their souls find what they have been truly seeking since birth. Uh, Many make this realization and act upon it, changing their lives forever. Uh, Footnote. In fact, even though they may try to deny belief in and responsibility to God. Every once in a while, the truth that is in the soul and the recognition of of there being only one God and creator shines forth. This is especially true when the human is faced with disaster and knows that he has uh, he has turned to the source. He has turned to the source of the whole creation. Unfortunately, Once God relieves the human of his distress, he usually reverts to his old ways and once again forgets about God. This phenomenon is described in a number of places in the Quran. For example, Allah says, He it is who enables you to travel through land and sea till when you are in the ships and they sail with them with a favorable wind and they are glad therein. Then comes a stormy wind. And the waves come to them from all sides, and they think that they are encircled therein, they invoke Allah, making their faith pure for him alone, saying, If you, Allah, deliver us from this, we shall truly be of the grateful. Quran chapter 10, verse 22. Another footnote, although many may not deny the existence of the soul, it seems that they go out of their way to avoid using or referring to this term. The psychiatrist, the psychiatrist and physician M. Scott Peck shows that it is more than coincidence that the word soul is missing from the vocabulary of many researchers today. 
in denial of the soul, he wrote. The word soul is probably in the vocabulary of every second grader. Then why is it that it is not in the professional lexicon of psychiatrists, other mental health workers, students of the mind, and physicians in general? There are two reasons. One is that the concept of God is inherent in the concept of soul, and God talk is virtually off limits within these relatively secular professions. Religious though religious though individuals in these professions might be personally, they would not want to offend their secular colleagues, uh, nor for that matter would they care to lose their jobs. The fact is that the fact is that to speak of God or the soul in their professional gatherings would be uh, politically incorrect. The other reason is that these professionals properly have a test for intellectual rigor, and the soul is something that cannot be completely defined. Yet this impossibility of adequate definition is not the primary stumbling block. Psychiatrists have no difficulty including light, love, and consciousness in their professional vocabulary. Their primary problem with the soul word is the blatancy of its connection to God. Uh, M. Scott Peck, Denial of the Soul, Spiritual and Medical Perspectives of Euthanasia and Morality, New York, Harmony Books, 1997, pages 129 and 130. The famed Islamic scholar Ibn Taymiyyah once wrote, The heart can only become sound, achieve success, take pleasure, be satisfied, experience enjoyment, become pleased, attain serenity and calmness through the ibadah, worship of its Lord, having love of Him and turning to Him in repentance. Even if it were to attain every type of pleasure from creation, it will not acquire serenity and tranquility. This is because the heart possesses an intrinsic need for its Lord since, since He is its deity, love, and pursuit, and with Allah the heart achieves joy, pleasure, delight, amenity, serenity, and tranquility. Ibn Taymiyyah's statement is supported by verses of the Quran. For example, Allah, Allah says those who believe and whose hearts find rest in the remembrance of Allah, verily in the remembrance of Allah do hearts find rest. Quran chapter 13 verse 28. Allah also says, O you who believe, answer Allah and his messenger, when he calls you to that which will give you life. Quran chapter 8 verse 24. It is the real life, the only life that is worthy of living, that Allah and his messenger are calling each and every individual to. It is the real life and salvation for the heart as it frees it from being enslaved to desires, lust and doubts. It is the real life for the mind and it rescues it from ignorance, doubt and confusion. It is the real life for the human himself, as it frees him from servitude and slavery to other humans and ideologies. It frees him to worship and serve Allah alone, the ultimate goal that his own self recognizes and yearns for. And yearns for. This is the source of his honor and dignity, the purpose for which he has been created. In the end, it is the real life of eternal bliss and happiness in paradise, being pleased with the Lord and the Lord being pleased with their servant. What has been stressed here is the individual's need to know Allah and religion.
while discussing the need for profits, the need for religion from a societal perspective will be discussed. Alhamdulillah, praise be to Allah. That's the end of part eight.